Hey everyone, this is Untitled.jpg Podcast, where we talk about art, movies, anything that comes to mind. So for this episode, it's actually a very spontaneous one. It's with Wolfpack Inc. It's Craig, Nico, and me. And we were just playing video games and decided to record and just talk shop. So we really got into our own careers and trying to achieve our goals and just what the future holds for us. And we just kind of bounce ideas back and forth. And it's, it's kind of what we do every time we hang out aside from having some fun while playing games. So in this episode, you get an insight on that, as well as talking about movies and just cracking jokes along the way. Also, we got merch. We got printed t-shirts as well as an embroidered shirt and embroidered hats. It's going to be on the website at albercoladoart.com. Just check it out and let me know what you think. All right, guys, that's it for now. Enjoy the show. Check this this out. Check this out. Check this out. Yo, yo, we're on a podcast. This is the beginning now. Yeah. Oh wow, it's like wow. Oh, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Welcome to Untitled.jpg podcast. This Are is, we running? This yeah. is the Wolfpack Bay Bay. <laughs> and then when y'all lose, when y'all lose, dang. <laughs> I feel like I lose. It just started. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should we restart the podcast? No, man. We're just going. Full. We're going in. It's fine. We're doing it. I'm just having fun. I think when you hop back in, you lose invincibility. Sorry, bro. It's so whack. I got, I, it's so on and off. I should probably get a little bit closer to this. No, you're good. It's so on and off that I can never exactly tell when I'm invincible in that. Let uh, me see this sound bite. Hold on. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Whatever. Oh. I like that one. <laughs> oh, wait. Save. Ah. Oh, These people are just not... <laughs> These people are just not gonna get the uh, let's play. <laughs> Sorry, bros. y'all. Sorry, bros. Sorry. So, um, Samus. Samus. <laughs> people can be like, "What is this?" I, we, people are probably expecting us talking about like art or like career moves. I'm talking about like, yeah. So why not? Uh, who's working on stuff right now? All right, so I just got oh, word. I just got word that I got into the Printed in Blood book for Halloween. Um, so basically, I had to make a poster for the movie and be included with multiple artists. When I submitted, I I didn't think it was like a whole submission based thing where like you're getting judged before you got in. Oh, like a competition. Yeah, yeah. So when I got that email, I was like, no way. Um. But it's going to be full of like really awesome artists and everything. And it should be released in the fall. And what's cool, I'll, I'll be able to sell the prints because it's going to be licensed, hopefully. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah, so it's going to be my first licensed poster and I'm excited for it. And then me and me and you, Craig, we have that book, uh, Underexposed, that's coming out in May next month. Dude. Yeah, well, it's supposed to be oh, finally, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, so what happened was, are, we, you know, are you guys allowed to talk about that? Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's yeah. all over being yeah, posted. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so what happened was, you know, publishing issues, the stuff gets delayed. But then COVID hit. So COVID, like last year was supposed to be the official date was going to come out. But then they were, it was going to affect sales. So they wanted to wait until we were back open again. Therefore, we're here in May. So it's like, we, when did we do that in 2019? Dude, no, no, no. It was a long 2018. 
uh, yeah, we just came out of college. Right. It's 2021 now. Oh, That's my insane. God. Um, wow. Yes. Yeah, because <laughs> I was drawing on kind of slow days at the shop as an apprentice. I was working on the poster there, which was graphite on about 15 by 20 and then digitally colored. Right. Um, I guess what was your process for making the poster? Is it digital? Is it? Yeah, it was digital. So... Oh man, I, I I can't say which one I did. I guess yet until it's out. Right. Say 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 say. No no no. Say, no. no dude, um, the least you can do right is say what you did and why they made you wait three years to post. No no no. What about who? Who was the subject? What actor? Yeah okay. So there you go. That's a good little loophole. Well, we could talk about like the. Come on, bro. So the book was about underexposed, the fifty movie movies that were never made. So it was about you know like all these movies that were in the works to be created but it never like left the writer's room or you know stuff happened where it just didn't get, go produced. through yeah stuff like that so um oh was the, it worth it the cur- oh it was okay reset the bracket the, okay. the curator uh and author joshua hall uh called us up to like you know create a piece for one of the uh, the titles and uh the one i created for was supposed to have will smith on it so that whole process was, you know, finding like reference material and stuff like that. But the problem with that is the the movie was never made, so it's kind of no on concept, you. No, nothing. Yeah, There's nothing. There's nothing. So you just kind of had to create it on the fly, like imagine the movie on your own. So that process was pretty tough. But um, you know, you just kind of sit there doing thumbnails. Thumbnails are like a big thing for me when for that whole creative process. So you go through that and then oh no way, always no way. <laughs> yeah. you're still heavy. You're still oh no! Dude, was that oh, is that a man. tilt attack or is that a smash? I think yeah. it's a forward smash. Forward smash. Forward smash. Oh, forward smash. That's fast. Yeah. Dang, I know y'all are talking, but I'm really upset that I lost that. I really, I'm like, I'm gonna get. <laughs> that was good. That was close. I, Wait, save, least, it, save it, save it, save it. I need it. at least one win on this okay, podcast, cool. and I've so far gone what? Oh, come on, we will be here. Yeah. Wow. These matches like two minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my blood's pumping. My should we say are, the process of like how behind the scenes choosing, choosing the movies, like with the opportunities right. you were given? Right. So it was a choice of fifty different movies that were never made. We got to pick which one we wanted to do, and then he let us know if it was picked or not. Thankfully, the one I got wasn't picked, so I did that. And then you just kind of he kind of let you do your own thing because the movie was never made. So he can't really judge you on it in a sense like, right, he'll give you some sort of direction if like something's off here or there. But it was just kind of like your own thing. So that what made it even easier for me. And um, yeah, just make those uh, thumbnails. And then you guys help me pick one that that worked the best for said movie. And, um, you know, you just get like fresh eyes constantly to make sure you're not like missing on the anatomy or anything. Right. And, uh, yeah, you know, so like, were you sending him progress? Not were you send him sketches oh, or anything, dude, not at all. All yeah, I did me. was send him the final same thing. Yeah. Same. And he was just like, dude, amazing. We're good. So thankfully, like usually in the case of something like that, you want to send them obviously preliminary sketches first and then they pick, but for this kind of project, it was just on our own. 
What? Yeah, it was I had yeah. a lot of creative freedom. Yeah. Just had to really That's just represent what the movie could have been, but exactly. just have fun with it and So how was your process like? Um yours was much simpler. Mine was all digital. I took reference material like I'm I'm in the poster with you know, with different faces obviously, but like I use a lot of my body poses and stuff. Right, right. I will say Albert's poster is pretty dynamic. Um, almost has like a, a cool comic book composition what where it's just hell? a bunch of figures and yeah, yeah. sets like a, it's like a scene of what the movie would have been, which is cool. Mine is, I mean, I'm, I was excited to be able to draw. Man, come on now. Come what on. What I basically dude. love to draw anyway. Um, but I will say mine is, is like a Crazy. sequel to an existing movie that never happened. So I was yeah. I had a little more things to work on because it was an established character. He was in the last movie, so I had reference for that. Um, and yeah, I just uh, I stuck to my strengths. I went graphite nice. on 15 by like 20, something like that. Um, scanned that in high res when she was done and then just pretty much colored it digitally. And it's not even super colored. I just changed the color yeah, you of the kinda- graphite. Kind of went with like the Greg Ruth approach. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I, you know, I hate coloring things, which I've uh, I've mentioned before. So if something could look cool in monotone or black and white, then I'm just gonna keep it like that instead of forcing something that's not in my strengths. Right, man. That's uh, drawing smart kids not hard. Take notes. I feel like a lot of people really push these kind of things, right? But there's always a way to do an in between, just like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, because if it if it can't pass as a grayscale drawing, then, then you're screwed. Make it monotone. Yeah, I always started like you know like a in black and white, and then I go for in, into color. Right, right. Which I've noticed. Um, there's people that kind of the composition is cool and it's pretty colorful, but if you were to make it black and white, everything has like no contrast. Yeah, and you wonder why like something's a little off with this illustration or poster. It's because those values aren't really holding anything together. It's just flat. Yeah. So, and that's some something I learned. And then a new thing that I learned recently that I didn't use for the, the, the poster for Underexposed was using the gradient map to color. Oh yeah, you were telling mm. me about that. So you just like I said. So I do the, ah, <laughs> so I I just do the. The, the sketch black and white and then i i use a gradient map a uh, mask to do like the skin tones and everything and then do and then like just kind of break it up in, into pieces for like wardrobe like what they're wearing the skin tone and everything and then what's what's with that like once you have that color and because the value is right you could always constantly like shift the color no problem without doing so much work you know Right. It makes the process so much faster and easier to like fix when when like your client has something that they don't like and needs adjusted. Right. So, yeah. It's, it's just easy, you know. Yeah. So it's just new stuff. I'm constantly learning. Like while I, this guy. Hold on. Give me a second. Get out of no, here. Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep <laughs> it going. No. Okay. 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 Don't drop down again. Oh, he's learning. Yeah. Sorry, bro. <laughs> No! Come on, come on. Oh! Come on, come on. Oh! 
Oh no. So the Halloween is gonna be your like first published yeah poster poster so that's huge that's huge yeah man so i'm really excited for that right and i that it the piece is amazing so when people get to see it it's meant legit. when halloween rolls around remember this no way what wow what i did oh yeah I did. they gave him an animation that the stock <laughs> is really delayed sorry nico <laughs> I'm gonna zoom in on his face. Sadie, bro. Sadie, bro. Luigi, Papa. You're lucky. Save it, save it, save it. PG-13 podcast because, um, man. Untitled.jpg is about discipline. Yeah. So we are practicing that now. No. You're practicing that right now. I'm so, I'm so tired right now that I really just, oh, man. Roll that back right now. I will. I will. You want the 1v1? No, I don't want the 1v1. All right, All right so it's just same, same characters. I'm going to tell you something. All right, so... People watching at home. So as we were saying, so actually, the... Gosh. Since technically because the 50 underexposed, you know, that book is coming out first, that's my official publication, really. But then the Printed in Blood one is going to be that my second publication, but where I'm able to legally sell my posters with a yeah. license on it that's great well i i wonder about this uh underexposed because how can something get published if he doesn't have the license yeah to yeah to show I, these characters really complicated so i mean i guess because it's fan made no because these it's being published by the movies never got team. made maybe yeah but i mean it's still ip right intellectual right. property i mean he's doing it through uh Poster spies, so they're already like oh yeah, super poster, po yeah, accredited. they have license to a lot of stuff because they've been releasing yeah they, some books, and that's a UK yeah exactly. So All right. so if he's releasing it through them, so he should be fine. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, we're good. This guy was cheating while I was trying that's to strategy and taking advantage. You can't win li legally. Yeah, wins or win. No, it's not. No respect. Oh, this is gonna become a salt compilation for just Nico. Stop talking. <laughs> stop talking on a podcast he says watch yourself no you want to stop talking <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, uh, bro. oh uh, okay uh, oh i just got booked an appointment on april 21st at 1 p.m nice. look, look at you my boy's hustling so <laughs> so let's talk about your your um tattoo okay sorry so what's that like How's that been going since the last time I spoke with you? Um. Okay. Uh, we spoke you a few months ago. Yeah, like in um, February, maybe January. It, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely picked up. What I've noticed in the past two weeks, which is pretty cool, I've done a few people from Texas Whoa. that have just been traveling to New York, which is great. Which because people are traveling again. Eastside Inc. is you know you. It's one of those shops that pop up when you, you know, Google New York City tattoo shops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, you know, it, it really benefits from walk-ins and people who are traveling, you know. Mm. So, that's good for me because I'm predominantly the walk-in guy at Eastside Inc. Since everyone else there is so seasoned, they're booked from clients up until the next month or so. Right. So, like people just want to come in and be like, can I come in later this week and get something, some text? Can I get this, that? Uh, I'm usually the guy to do that. So it benefits me way more because I'm getting more appointments and that means more income and all that and more clients to meet and talk to and 
you know, they get my business card and then they follow me. So it just grows, you know? Right. Um, so, but it's been good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. And like, ah, man, when you tell me about money wise, what's it like? It's crazy. Right. Right. Sometimes I'm just like, should I sort of change that career path a little? But I don't know. Like I said, like to all the other tattoo artists that I've had on, I'm just like, when it comes to like doing a drawing, but on someone's skin, it's like such a, so, so much pressure. It's hard. Yeah. I've only tattooed. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a tattoo artist, by the way. Um, the few times I have tattooed, you know, keep it hush hush. It is just like, I describe it as learning how to draw again. Cause it really is the weirdest feeling putting like this machine or like, you know, whatever you have. Not a sticky book, but like an actual machine, like on skin. It's and you yeah. can't really see it exactly. It's strange, strange. Yeah, because then it's all getting muddled up with with like uh, ink and blood. So how's that like? How do you know where your drawings is? It's it's a feeling, dude. It's like so. Imagine drawing on paper, and you have to do a line or anything, shading, okay. and then as soon as the pencil touches the paper, it turns into a black smudge. Okay. So your mind, you kind of have to have like this second sense of where your stencil is under there and you kind of just hand-eye coordination no you can't pass this point because although you can't see it you know that the line is there and you have to color inside the lines um but it's not as complicated as you think if you're getting tattooed and you see the tattoo artist doing it to you and it's like how is he working he can't see um since every tattoo artist has to go through it it's not as difficult as you think to get over it Right. So, I don't know. Um, it's too much blood. It's like a whole medical facility there, too, with how you guys have been dealing with it. So, how's right. that been through COVID? It's been the same. I mean, the shop has always been very good with uh, infection control. You know, every surface is covered. Anything you touch while you're tattooing, you have a glove on, and that surface is covered by barrier tape. So, nothing is spread onto anything that is touched with bare hands. The only difference is that we have masks on and your temperature is taken and we disinfect your phone when you come in. Ooh, Besides that, cool. everything is the same. Interesting. Um, Man, I miss that shop. That shop is so cool. It's pretty chill. Yeah. It's coming back. Yesterday when I worked, yeah. um, there was six of us working. So the whole upstairs was full and then I was in the basement in my dungeon. But it just felt good because you hear all the voices again. Everyone's talking. Everyone's in and out of the shop. Yeah. Um, I probably dealt with about six clients yesterday and it just felt like oh really it was a good feeling yeah it was just in and out six. meeting all these people they're in the shop for the first time and there's a little shop dog around and he's Yo, greeting everyone the pity i love yeah, that he's pit. cool he's, he's awesome fucking... shout so, out to owen owen that's his name owen yeah i love that like name. wilson oh wow oh wow wow oh wow this is my time to shine. If I don't win this match, damn! Didn't I just win like almost all of these? Yeah, because you use distracting us with your like your weird like talks, your you weird simp about? talks. My weird simp talks. Oh no! Oh! I missed the spike. I missed the punishment. Oh! oh it's inch forward. Oh come on! I'm gonna need a little water. You gotta get you gotta get mugs. You gotta get mugs. Yeah. And just people don't have to have crap in them. Just like be there. You Why know, are you like, telling them that they don't have to have stuff in it? It's just just because they're like, I'm not really thirsty. It's like, don't worry about it. Just put it in front. You know. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Y'all want to invest in a studio with me so I can have a studio? Sp- yes! Oh no. Yeah! 
this guy clipped the audio or why he don't, peaked it. He why peaked don't it. you peek? Why are you peeking my audio, son? <laughs> yeah, put that, put that sound clip. Put the sound clip. Don't save it. Don't save it, guys. <laughs> I'm hyped. That's it. I just need one win. I need one win. Where's the, the sound clip? Where's, this the, don't touch it. Don't touch it. I want a winner. What? Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good, little Mac. How Call me you, Hank. How about you press A? Not that one. Not th- that was me. Uh, all right, we're rolling, guys. Yeah. Audio. Do you have the, the Pfizer or do you have the Moderna? Welcome to the Untitled <laughs> God JPEG Podcast. We are Wolfpack Inc. W O with the two dots on top. L F P A C I Pac and then I N K. You know because we're original. You should. Are you gonna put it as Wolfpack? Wolfpack Inc. For the. This is gonna be Wolfpack. Speaking of which, we should be Wolfpack Inc. By the way, because if we were to like dissect the intergroup of the group, we are technically Wolfpack Inc. or Wolfpack. So and Craig, it's also the Savagers and them funny guys and all reliables, but all reliables is not really like. A I got a question for Craig. <laughs> can, you, can you stop talking? Anyway, Craig, are you ever gonna get your own shop? Is that a dream of yours? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I I listen. I love Eastside Inc. and um, I can see myself being there. For a long time. Where's Hero? Like the next decade, even longer. It's just too cool there, and everyone. Right. I feel like you know it's a totally different ball game. Where's Hero? To have your own shop, you're not just tattooing anymore. You got to know oh, business. You got to yeah, run this. Man. You got to. I get, mean, but... paying people. Oh, yeah. dudes! Yeah, just like figure trying to figure out how to sell my t-shirts out of my website, right, and then right. the whole Pain tax, the, the whole tax situation. I'm like, it's a taxes. I, I can't imagine like a whole shop trying to run that. I feel like as long as we're all doing something in the fields, you know, in the arts, yeah, and just kind of doing it, you feel me? Like actually killing it and like having fun and being happy. It's like you know, whether we work at a shop or own our own shop, or you know, same thing with teas, you know, print shop. Like I, I, you know, we're pretty persistent, you know, the three of us. Like we want it, we won't stop till we get it, you know. Right, yeah. right. So like, whether you want to shop or not, I know you'll persist to continue being a tattoo artist and still. Be and what's like what's cool? Ab- and- what's cool about like being a tattoo artist also is just like. Oh, oh that was a good touch. Um, is that you could go Ooh. anywhere? It's like it's like being a barber. Like you can move anywhere and you'll have it. Oh, done. right, right. And what's great is that. You know, it's not just New York that has the great tattoos. It's everywhere. You Chicago, can go anywhere. California. And everywhere. Wow. Just Texas. has their own fantastic artists and yeah. vibe. Though I feel like, you know, uh, West Coast is a little more like color-based and New oh, York yeah. loves grayscale. Gray. It's that cold weather, son. Word. That, that's a big difference, too. You know, New York has the slow seasons. It's been a cold yeah. winter this season. You too. It's a cold, cold night. When a Star Wars blanketed me. As <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was thinking about it the other day, I was like, "Man, what a great bit!" <laughs> we had this whole, um, uh, what is it called when you have a bunch of films or short films? One anthology series, a Wolfpack shorts. And I, even if we tried to describe it for you people to send home, you would just be like, "Yo, like, what were you guys on?" But we were sober <laughs> for all of them. And Craig doesn't even drink. You know, half of them are his ideas. <laughs> One of them involves a Bugs Bunny, like someone dressed as Bugs from like the the suit from Six Flags, pushing like some kid. Um, this man in the winter storm with a fire and like a Star Wars blankets, kind of wraps him up from behind. Oh. 
strange. Yeah. So it's like it's like eighteen. Picture the Revenant and a guy is just in the woods. It's cold. It's dark. And he's writing to himself as he's narrating to himself. Yeah, it's been a cold, a cold night until Star Wars blanketed me. And then oh it turns into like a '90s infomercial thing, and it has yeah. like the C-3PO blanket go on him, and, and he's mad. Like, <laughs> and it moves like on its own, you know. Oh my and he's, God. it's just him. Though. It's just him. The shots like him. And he's got snow in his beard and he's a fire and it's dark. That's the that's the whole shot. It's a one camera shot, one angle. There's no edits. Just some practicality. Just with the small blanket. bits like that. It, it's as stupid as it sounds, but when you're having having fun making it up with us, and it's not that bad. Right, right. I feel like it's like when um, and this was way before that, but when WandaVision had those random commercials, oh, dude. Yeah, it was basically like that. something like that. Them. That it's just like, what did I just watch? What was that? Don't worry about it. Was it and my favorite movie? part about Taxi Driver with the setting is not even oh, trying. Shit. Like, that's when it was filmed. It just happens to be as dirty and big, yeah. you know, raunchy, you know, which is like, I feel like people don't realize that. It's like, oh, it's like a backdrop. It's a setting. It takes place. No, it doesn't take place in something. It's filmed in the 70s. Yeah. Like that, they're not trying to make it look like raunchy. That's it was modern it, cinema. Cinema. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking of cinnamon sticks. <laughs> oh, man. No, I was in... Uh, Hold on, I'm sorry. I'm trying to tell us. I was by um, Canal, I think oh. it was, or Fulton <laughs> in the city, and I saw, um, was it Aunt Kim's or <laughs> what was one of the cinnamon pretzels? <laughs> uh, uh, Aunt Jemima. No. No. <laughs> no. I, I was going to say Aunt Jemima, like Aunt Kim's or. Any Ann's. Any Ann's. Yeah. And, uh, Wetzel's pretzels. Wetzel's pretzels. I, I was going to say I, something about some art related thing. I mean, I mean, we, we Craig and I both recorded up individual podcasts months ago, which. Not really months ago, but it was like two months ago, but a lot has happened, you know? Yeah. And, you know, we got a movie coming out. We got solo projects. We were coming into yeah, our so own as artists. You know, we could very... talk about that for you because... Yeah, I'd love to talk. Really... I so, talk. talk. Yes! About, talk about this whole situation with you. Man, tr- it's been crazy. To, so last time we spoke, location. I got accepted into an awesome residency in Harlem for the last three months no we last time we we weren't on the podcast you were my first one we did you didn't even get that yet yeah so i mean i was just oh oh, 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 oh. i should have done i should have done like hero thing because he has all these stupid things oh bro what just happened to me (sighs) oh no no. okay so last time we spoke gotta get this guy out you want to finish that thought yeah (laughs) So last time we spoke, I was kind of in the middle of a process of getting a few things done. We're in the middle of finishing my my our my, my film, our film, my film, which it's, I'm really you know grateful to have you yeah, on I board edit and it. edit it and not yeah. be like a student film like everyone thinks it's going to be. <laughs> and so we're in the middle of doing that. I was in the middle of applying for a bunch of teaching, art-related projects, galleries, studios, <clears> things, <throat> and I've been really grateful and fortunate enough to... What was that? It sounded like a wolf. What was that? I think it was just my dad. Oh, Krispy oh. Kreme. And um, <laughs> yeah, I got... Okay, so I guess first of all, we finished the film. You good? Oh. Oh, shucks. No, so you- <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I got accepted to this amazing residency, really affordable residency studio, my own space in Harlem. It gives me an excuse to go back to New York City, like in Manhattan, from Queens, where I've been working from my at-home studio, have all my things. I've been making the coolest. I like to think I'm making the best series of works I made in a long time. Mm-hmm. Kind of coming into my own, developing a new style within my style, which is really exciting. And it's so strong. And I made so many pieces 
that I feel really confident that I plan to have my debut solo show in the fall 100% self-funded, you know, because let's be real, no one's going to give me that and I'm not expecting it. So I'm going to go get it myself. And that's going to be really exciting. Finish the film. And now we're in the midst of distribution and trying to find the location of a premiere, not a digital, a physical premiere with, you know, COVID guidelines and, you know, being safe about it, but having a good time and just celebrating having this uh, movie directorial debut alongside my mentor who helped me like being in everything. What's and, her name? What's her name? Oh, my, my beautiful mentor, 96 year old Henrietta Mantooth. God bless her. She's fantastic. Kicking and everything, all vaccinated. She's am- she's amazing. Um, her and I did a, I don't know if we talked about it last time. We did a piece against solitary confinement in New York state prisons. I don't, yeah, I don't think we talked And about it that. took place on 14th street outside. It's a public uh, art piece. A part of um, art in odd places is um, independent oh New York city gosh. art festival. And uh, it got a lot of traction since then too. Actually, since the uh, podcast, I got published in my second book, which is uh, amazing. You know, considering everything in 2020, I still managed to add accolades to my resume, which I'm really proud about. You know, I got published in two books. Uh, I don't know how much I spoke about this, but one of them was a book about the shoebox piece I did that the movie's based off. So I- I'm really excited. I feel really good about it. I'm really proud of it. We even managed to get licensed music in it, which is like Yo. insane. Oh, oh <laughs> Clip that right oh now. Clip that. Um, and yeah, so I guess long story short, I'm making my direct my directorial debut this year with Shoebox in the um, walking, talking, listening machine. I definitely botched it again. I don't even know the name. Of I the always movie. botched the second half because it's you know, and I'm really proud of it. I'm very excited. So expect that hopefully May 20 seconds when I'm aiming. But you know, at this point, I'm not rushing it. I mentioned the last time the future's bulletproof EP, which you know I'm still I'm making constructive. Uh, changes to it but only to benefit it in terms of maybe like the track list and maybe having a performance this year so i mean the idea instead of having, maybe not instead of a performance you know i'd love to have um just the ep release so i could still make my music debut with my directorial debut debut with my solo show debut all in the same year so i you know i guess my point is i'm not letting covid i'm not letting no pandemic i'm not letting anything stop me from advancing my career and getting to where i want to be so, yeah, making 2021 my big yeah. and grabbing it by the balls. Right, well, and I'm very um, happy. I'm I think very there's excited. a conflict of interest there. Yeah. Well, let's say hypothetically it's a man. <laughs> I'm making him my big So you tell me there's a conflict of uh, interest there. Anyway. And I'm having fun with my bros and my friends and <gasps> enjoying life again. And I've been really... I mean, it's going to be kind of crazy. I'm talking all ro- like rowdy, but I'm like, well, I'm going to talk about my art teaching stuff. <laughs> yeah. Teaching in multiple locations, teaching really cool kids. Um, uh, school in Bushwick on Zoom, which has been amazing, you know, all day. And then I go to the city twice a week to teach and once in Rockaway. And it's just been awesome. These kids are fantastic. You know, they really give, you know, it's cliche as corny as it is. I, I learned from more from them than they learned from me, no doubt. And, you know, I'm just having a good time and going with the flow, really. Yeah, I was too busy in my fields. I lost. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's yeah, fine. All right. I was in my fields talking about my kids. Dude. I'm not sure if we even been clipping them. We haven't, oh, but... no. <laughs> I Wait, what? Am I, no, am I talking it, too much, it, by it, the way, it. about my, my things? No. No, you just started I just feel, I feel good, that. man. I feel like, you know, we all went through, like, this crazy slump in 2020. And, yeah, you know, I mean, if anything... We've learned to uh, adapt to it and mm-hmm. actually keep working. It, All about it really showed showed who's actually <coughs> sorry 
who's doing the work and who's not. Yeah, I feel like 2020 really showed the cream of the crop in terms of like who is serious about their career, who is serious about their art, their life, you know. And look, I know some people may have a hard time like trying to pick themselves up and I know they will. But, you know, for those who have picked themselves up, like, you know, we're just, you know, we're trying to push it. We're trying to make make it happen. Yeah. Yeah, man. And I feel like you should surround yourself with people who have the same aspirations as you, whether it's an art or not, just trying to make something in their life and have a, you know, a satisfying career. It's true. Fulfilling career. Yeah, exactly. You know, more specifically. Because you don't want to be stuck at a job, you know, that pays well, but it's not the dream. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes you have to kind of work your way up. But, hey, man, no one says easy. And honestly, if it's easy, then there's something wrong with that. No. You like that bounce, oh, right? Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I, am I wrong to say that? If it's too easy, there's something wrong with that. Um, Does that make sense? Like, not well, too easy, no, but... It's not, it's not that it's not too easy. It's like, if you... It's about how you feel about it. If it feels like work, then it's... T- then that's not where you should be. Listen, it could be fun and challenging yeah. at the same time. It's like, you have to really grind for this, you know? Like, you know, you with your tattooing, you know, your apprenticeship was not easy. You kind of had to really push for it, you know. This guy took full advantage of me. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and you with your print, you know, you want to be in the city making arts, prints, and all that. It's like, you know, it's, yeah. it has not been easy. And me with being a teacher and a, and a artist, you know, painter, you know. We're, but Oof. I kind of like that's not easy. You know, it's going to look, it's going to be more fulfilling and crazy to talk about in hindsight. Yeah, I mean, you definitely have to pay your dues. I think, you know, you can earn it being, I don't know if there's a better word for easy, down the line. You know, if when you set up that workflow that it's not as much work as it used to be because you made that name for yourself and going to work is easy, I think you earn it. You know what I mean? I don't think you can just make it easy right from the beginning. And if it is easy, that's when something's not right. Mm. Yeah, I had this... um topic i like to bring up once in a while the difference between uh earning and deserving and which one i guess the more appropriate terms you know because i always feel like i i, I personally want to earn everything i have or get I, right. I, you know i don't really like deserve it. it's like okay like you did good i you know i guess i'll give you this but earning means i feel like yeah i don't believe you're really part- busting your ass like you earned it you know you deserved it as like a consolation prize but you earned this you i don't know? believe in like which i think it's just so much more awards. different is that does that make sense? And you know, I've yeah, had no, people yeah. be upset at me. It's like, oh, you deserve this. I'm like, no, I earned this. You exactly. know, I, I don't yeah. deserve anything. You know, I busted my ass. I earned this. You know. Yeah, deserve is more up in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, you deserve this. It's like no. Because you can be like, oh, you deserve this, and not get it, and it's like because I didn't earn it. It doesn't even matter if I deserve it or not. Yeah. Like you deserve the, a fantastic relationship. Blah blah blah. It's all like superficial. Mm-hmm. You gotta put the work in. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I've had people get mad at me. It's like, oh, wow, you really deserve this. I'm like, and not that I correct them. It's like, no, I earned this. Like, you know, because I'm tired, man. You know, we really bust our tail for these things. Whether it's to be in the show, whether it's to be in a certain book, whether it's to get the studio and competing against every other artist in New York City for. You know, it's like, you know, anything you want or have or like need, someone else also wants the same thing. No, maybe. No, yeah. Cameron's no, no, really focused. Yeah, yeah, this match is <laughs> this match is close. Oh, oh no! Stupid. Ah, this guy got. It's one of the best moves in the game. You gotta love it. 
Well, this got real serious. Same I kind of like it when we get all serious like this because it's like I feel like it people works. look at us as like, oh, those guys, all they do is go to the movies, have fun, but like, save it, save it, save it. I feel like behind the scenes, like we really are there for each other through like really crazy tough times. You know, it's true. Yeah, no, we've it's been not through a lot. All candy, you know, we've all been, we've all seen each other cry or something to an extent. You know, just be the lowest lows and the highest highs. You know, yeah. 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 Be tough love, you know, which is no one says it's ever easy to be with your friends like that. But and we don't kiss each other's ass. You know, we're real. That's true. Which is, I think, the biggest part. Yeah. You know, it's important because, I mean, yeah, it's great to have friends that are like minded in terms of careers and driven the same way. But you need people that really care for your well-being because it can turn into something like, oh, we're friends because I know he does this job, mm-hmm. and, and that's corny. Yeah, it's like, and I could benefit from that. Corny, corny, and that's the You're life. Just I, a real piece of shit, you I, know. And I heard that's like the life in like California, you know, like people are just your friends to it's go just to so the fake, next man. Movie, like you know? I just, you know, I can never, I can never be around people like that. Can't move to California then. I love Cali, man, but New York City is where it's at. This guy's not. A, Right? Am I wrong to say like you no, know, corn, people yeah. are corny, you know? Yeah. So, oh, remember when we so let's talk about when we went to California for literally like a weekend. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was also gonna mention how we all kind of met to an oh, extent. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just the way all the three, especially Craig and I met. It's just like oh, you know, man. seven degrees of separation. But yeah, California. I mean, who wants to start that one off? So, twenty sixteen, Stranger uh, yeah. Things oh, God, uh, just believe. dropped. Season Amazing one. first season. It's the biggest thing ever. And Nico and I decide to collaborate, collaborate for the first time officially. Nation. Yeah, it was our first. And I mean, we've done it a few times, but let's be real. That's, that's been our most successful collab. Right, right. Because it was in sketchbooks and everything before. And I don't think it was ever really posted. No, no. Um, but we decided to do these portraits of the main cast um, when they were super young. And Babies. I would I would handle the portrait aspect, and then Nico would like breathe life into it with these super cool colors. palettes and yeah. text and weird abstract um, stuff. And it was cool. It, it was a great looking series. You and, should put um, like the picture in front. This is like where you put the yeah. Picture. We'll try. And we did a, we did some variants of the same people. Oh yeah, you were chases. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was. Uh, I did the ink, and then you would do whatever medium markers, watercolor, spray right. paint. I yeah, mixed media. I went crazy on those. So we post it, you know, everybody likes it. And then I get uh, contacted by Menagerie, right? Menagerie. Menagerie. In Sacramento, California, saying we're doing a Stranger Things uh, one night show in Sacramento. Would you like to be a part of it? And uh, hell yeah. Heck yeah. So no hesitation. It was like, yeah, we're in. And then it was something was mentioned like then uh, because we'll put you in for free, but we want all the artists to be here type thing for the opening. And we just looked at each other. It's like gears just started grinding. I'm like, it's like, okay, do we have the money? Because we're we're in school full time. We're working part time. You know, we're we're paying the bills. And it's like, do we have money to go? So this is Craig's sophomore year, correct? Yeah. Sophomore year, it is my freshman year. Um, this is my first time at FIT. I finally get in. It took me twice, you know. And, <gasps> you know, it's expensive. It's, you know, art school is not cheap, but if you're smart about it, you got money. And by and also for timeline-wise, this will happen in December. Anyone who goes to school knows that school ends in like the second week or third week of December. Right, right. It was finals week. Um, oh. I think we were actually juniors. Um, oh, you are juniors. Albert, you were, you were. we're in junior year because yeah, yeah, yeah. we were working on oil painting. Um, 
get the heck out of there. And then we just decided to make a GoFundMe. Like, we have a lot of people in our lives that care about our dreams and well-being. And we've reached it. And we, we went out there. We hit a thousand dollars. All we needed was a thousand in two weeks. I think it was eight. Eight hundred. We bucks. hit more than that. Yeah. 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 We, yeah. Oh, I the think, minimum was eight, but we ended up getting a thousand. Because you know, GoFundMe takes fees out, so you don't. You never. When you're giving to someone, they don't get that full amount. Um, but we needed both flights and then two nights out there, um, and that's what we needed just to cover everything. Oh man! Um, and it was so crazy. We left the Friday. So, yeah, dude, we left the Friday before finals week. So, imagine, we do all these crazy things in California, and we go straight back into the final week of school. Final projects, final quizzes, you know, tests. And it was so insane. We raised money. We got two round-trip tickets, a hotel and everything. Oh, man. You want to continue? And then, um, yeah, we it wasn't just us. We brought my brother-in-law, who's super cool with Yo, us. Yo, shout out to Luke. Luke, um, you're the man, bro someone to drive and everything because we're, we were under 25 at the time and then uh i, I think we just asked albert i just asked albert yeah, if he yeah, wanted yeah. to come with us to take pictures and everything and just like skip well, school the last two days during finals week oh, and just God. go to california for a weekend for a weekend so crazy the balls the balls <laughs> that i mean look in the moment you, you don't really think of it, much of it but in hindsight you're like do we really skipped like two days or a day of school at least for me for to go to california for a weekend and go straight right back into finals week <laughs> as if nothing didn't just happen do you feel yeah me? yeah yeah and it was it was a success the the show was amazing I, our three pieces sold we before were it first, even started or dude, something like dude by the time we got to not only were we the first artists to sell the works but we sold the works apparently an hour be an hour and a half on like an online thing before the show even opened right the, and in sacra uh, menage ray was not like a chimbo gallery it was a legitimate two-floor gallery huge yeah, yeah it was yeah, yeah, insane yeah. beautiful space there were so many people and it was a fantastic show we had a great spot you know they botched our names but it's fine um <laughs> we were we were to collectively nico draven <laughs> But, you know, it is what it is. And um, there's a whole line to get in. And we're like, do I have to wait on the line? I'm like, boy, we are in this show. I'm not waiting on Jack. Oh, shit. Yeah. And we like, what's your names? I'm like, <clears throat> Craig Franco, Nikki Draven. Oh, my. Yes, dude. You guys sold the pieces before it opened. That's our, our initial yeah, we were thing. like, what? And uh-huh. I remember Craig just being kind of quiet. He's like, huh? I'm like, dude, we just sold the works. Like, we just sold it. So not only did we make almost all of our money back that we spent on our own money. True. But, like, it was just insane. And mind you, the whole time leading to the show, we get there the, the night before. And the night before, we're like, you guys want to drive to San Francisco? Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. So we spent the what, entire what day. About, talk man. about the night of when we got there. Oh. We just... In Sacramento, we, yeah, we were oh, we weren't tired, so we we're just like, like 3 a.m. Oh man, we went our... through three different time zones. We went from the New York time time zone. You good? To, yeah, 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 yeah. We went to Phoenix International, which was like, I think two hours away, and yeah. then we went to California, which was like another two or another hour oh, behind or something like that. Yeah, Dude. it went from forward to back to back or forward, something like that, and it was so insane. It was so crazy. It was nonstop. It, like you know, there was no planning. There was no nothing. <laughs> And, you know, we're like babies still. You know, we may have been like 21, but like, dude, come on. What 21? Was that an Albert Zero to Death or was yeah, that a real Zero a, to Death? That's an Albert Zero to Death. That's an Albert Zero to Death, baby. And, okay, and then I'll, I'll keep getting off track. I'm sorry, yeah. but in three days, went to San Francisco, Phoenix, 
Sacramento, and I absolutely adore San Francisco. I love it. So we spent the whole day there. We walked mm-hmm. everywhere. Mm-hmm. It was fantastic. We drove on the Golden Gate Bridge, and we screamed. It was like so insane, man. And I remember just watching the sunset, driving back to San Fr- Sacramento, being like, this is so it's crazy. Great yeah, it's like we still have a, a gallery to we go to. We still have to. a whole yeah, gallery. Yeah. And the whole reason why we had so much time, because we're on New York time. Yeah. So by the time it's 6 a.m. for California, it's like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock. Or, well, no, it was like we're 10, three, 10 o'clock for three us, hours right? Behind, Something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we, dude, we had a crazy head. We woke up at like 6 and we're like wide awake. And it was fantastic, man. I just, I'm so grateful for that experience. And, Man, even though we had balls, I would never change anything for that. Yeah, yeah it was great. That was great and that kind of solidified our like whole friendship mm-hmm. because it was just like, yeah, Nico didn't know Albert that well. Yeah, and he was well, like, I, I mean, Who, "Who's this guy going?" And I'm like, yeah, I was like, oh, he's like, yeah, he's like, you mind? Is it cool? Albert comes. I'm like, oh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Albert had really his own know. room. That's Albert had his own room. And yeah. he had his own like, uh, plane ticket thing. So he sat away from us. Yeah. All, all flights. Dude, man. Speaking of that plane, I ne- will never forget. Can we talk about that? It's like a whole like a whole skit. So You can't make that shit up. You can't make it up. So um, I get on the plane, right? These three, these two are sitting with, their, uh, with Craig's brother-in-law, Luke. Luke. The man. And then I go to my seat. And I'm like all hyped up. I'm like by myself for now and then as i'm sitting down <laughs> these two big guys are coming i'm like big is an understatement okay. it was like a cartoon man you got like, yeah. two walls behind in between you one wearing a cowboy hat the other guy you know looked like a, the great american <laughs> with a belly he's going to austin baby yeah yeah so i'm just like no they're not sitting here there's no way yeah. they're coming to, to me right not. and first thing they do yeah, you mind moving a little to the side? Oh, <laughs> um, no. I didn't know that. So I'm like, yeah, 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 man. No no worries. <laughs> so one of them goes inside to the window. And my ticket is in the middle. So then the other guy got, sits right next to me. And he's like, you got enough space? <laughs> I'm like, oh, nah. Yo. And, and back then, you were like vegetarian. Not saying that you're fat, but you were really skinny uh, back yeah. then. So you got yeah, yeah. this scrawny ass kid with glasses. I mean, in between I these. guess that worked out because I was yeah. just the right fit for that seat. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, dude, but that whole time, that my, that my man was asking me what was my business like going around. And I'm oh, like, oh, you man. know. You guys having a full, man. Full on oh, conversation with this guy. And I'm so like, so funny. Uh, you know, I'm just going like. And like I'm scrunched up like this with my arms like like this. I'm just like you know. Oh, how how long was the flight from? That first one was like four hours. Four or something. hours, Phoenix, dude. To Phoenix with a two-hour layover. I feel exactly. like we forget the two-hour part. Um, shout out to my to Modern Burger. Modern oh, Burger. But I was waiting to mention yeah. it. Can we talk about the one yeah. of the best discoveries of this whole trip? And mind you, we had In and Out too, and yeah. all these other awesome food places. And um, I only had the fries, unfortunately. Yeah, we yeah. discovered the best burger spot that's only at an airport. I feel like I'm talking too much, so I'll hand it. No, you're fine. No, you're fine. The you're place, just... Modern Burger, the airport, Phoenix International. Never have I ever had the best burger that I can never have again, if that makes sense. Oh, my God. The lettuce was so crispy, chopped. The burger and bacon were like cooked perfect and crispy and thick. The bun had butter, uh, butter on it, so it was like a little buttery. The fries were out of this world. Oh my god! And I think we had a shake or something like that. It was crazy. It was the best burger ever, man. It's only available at Phoenix International. I couldn't believe that. Oh, oh man, 
Oh, it was so delicious. It's just straight up. Hold on. And, we, and, we, oh. and on our way back. Oh, I think he's out of reach. Yeah, he's out of reach. Um, On our way back. So when we got to the first time going to California, we had two hours. Like, we got time. You know, we're just going to kick it back. We're a little tired, but, you know, we're really excited and kind of on adrenaline. And so um, on the way back to New York, we had like 20 minutes or something. We had no time. And we had to run all the way from once. Get out. Oh, no. I did not want to give that satisfaction. Um. Ah, give me a sec. Give me a sec, guys. Um, yeah, man. We somehow made it happen to go all the way. We made it. We went all the way to different terminals just for a burger and took it on the flight that we boarded uh, we and got sweating, to on time. We were sweating, dude. Like, yeah, we were the luggage. eating this gnarly oh burger from Phoenix to New York City. Yeah, But yeah. let's also talk about the fact that we downed, like, five coats oh in that morning. Oh, stop. I totally forgot right, about this. So, because the first day we got there, we got there, like, super late, right? What and- deal was that? I don't know. It was Luke. It was Luke. It was Luke. He said, "We're not putting these to waste." So, hey, don't forget the wings part too. Right. So we, oh, when we man. get there, we, we we get to Sacramento to our our hotel, and it's like all right, two in the morning. We're like, dude, we're hungry. You know, we're in New York time. We gotta eat something. So we walk around and we you guys go. Keep playing Smash, by the way. I mean, it's working right now. Yeah, I'm I'm chilling. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me just let's make it a little different. Uh, no, 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 come on, no, no, come on. I'm trying to add computers, but these guys don't have fun. Come on. Okay, go, go. Um, so yeah, we get there like two in the morning. We're walking around. Mind you, like the area that we are at, it looks super dystopian, like kind of like Blade Runner e. Like with the buildings are very like. Wait, where in Sacramento? Yeah, like when we're just walking around it. It was very Sacramento. Yeah, like there was. This is not New York City. There was like no like taste. For anything, it was just super plain, right? And we're just walking around. Nobody's in the street, so it's like super weird. Um, oh, so man, then we go to Seven Eleven, and and then we're like, "Yo, so do we should should we get food while we're here? I mean, it's only a weekend, right?" And they're like, "Yeah, wh- why not?" So then Luke is like, "Yo, let's get like a twelve pack." No, it, I think it was no, more. no. I feel like no. This is two different days. We got this twelve pack. Yeah, Seven Eleven. We got like whatever food, but it was that next day we got that giant <laughs> Coke can set from Walgreens. Which oh, we also got right. the infamous bucket of fried chicken from Walmart. Walmart, no, yeah, Walgreens, yeah. No, Walmart. no, it was a, it was like a a Wagamama kind no, of. No, it was, it was no, a, a Wawa kind it of. It was place. coming back from San Francisco. We stopped at Walmart. We got a dirty pizza pie that they sold at right. Walmart, oh, and yeah. then a bucket of dry wings <laughs> yeah. that we uh, ate. And, and like a 24 pack, a 24 pack of Coke of cans Coke. while watching Boondock Saints. Boondock Yo, Saints. It was and disgusting. This is, a, this is the coolest after gallery, one of the funniest after gallery things I ever did. That was gnarly, man. Yo. Anyway, so long story short, we still have mad Cokes the oh, day the God. day before. And we're leaving early. Yeah, guys. we're early. leaving at like 8 seven. in the morning, 7, whatever. So Luke is like, we can't leave this. This is wasteful. Everyone grab a Coke. Everybody grab Yo, a Coke. Yo, stop. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, stop. Uh, so you're so had- nauseous thinking about it. Because <laughs> he had this whole thing where he's like, everyone's got to drink an equal amount. And I just happen to be behind two. <laughs> so I forced down one or most of one at the hotel, which mine breakfast. is the first oh, this thing is in the morning. This is and my body's now becoming accustomed to California time. So I'm all sluggish. I feel like shit. Yeah. And I'm drinking this Coke can and, I don't, and it smells like fried chicken in the room and oh man and, and then we get to, we get to airport he's like if you want to make it up just get a coke and I'm like I really want water <laughs> <laughs> 
but I, you know, I'm, you know, I, oh at this point, God. I never really got to know Luke like that. We got really close that weekend. I'm like, look, this guy is like, you know, the cat's meow. I'm gonna try it. And I drink a Coke on the flight, and I swear to God, I never got more nauseous on the flight in my life. And I didn't eat. I had a bag of pot. I almost threw up on oh the guy next God. to me. I got real nauseous. <laughs> And then when we got off at Phoenix, I just felt so ass that I couldn't even eat anything or anything. It was terrible. And if anyone who's ever traveled from California to New no! York. <laughs> anyone traveled from California to New York on the same day knows that you'll leave at like 8 in the morning California time. You'll get back to New York at like 11 o'clock at night. So your whole day is gone. It's the weirdest vibe. And I got all <sighs> sick. Oh, this is not the vibe. Dude, when I, I was drinking. It's so funny. Because me and Craig were trying to like match up with each other. while we're, for a second. We're, we're drinking um, the Cokes in the morning. Dude, I was downing it and I could just feel like a ball in like my gut. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spectate the next one. Yeah, it was just straight up talk. syrup in my stomach, dude. Oh my god, this is not good. It was not good. And man, the, the first morning we were there, we had a uh, what was it the condominium breakfast? Compliment, complimentary. <laughs> no, the Continentals. I think it's called the Continental. Whatever, man. Whatever. Bright. It was a, a box of Fruit Loops and coffee. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was so basic. Oh, yeah. it was oh so basic. man. A little table. One little table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. With two chairs. Yeah. Bro, and then in the listing, they, didn't, it made, they made it sound like it was some official thing, <laughs> man. We go and it's, it's like, cereal. It's like a mo- weird motel. Oh, I, my yeah. God. Yeah, that was a trip. And it's just so funny, man. What we about, went to Golden Gate Bridge and everything. What about when I... <laughs> Where you guys go to my room and it's like a sauna. Oh, and this, this guy, guy had a turtleneck. turtleneck. <laughs> Weird bastard. I would be like, who is this guy? This, this guy needed friend. the Dominican Republic at sauna. <laughs> <laughs> no. Dude, jokes. Oh my gosh. I. I mean, I feel like this is. I mean, we talk so much about Cal. I think it's a good segue to be like, how did we all meet? Because that was really. Because you and I we mentioned we met through Craig in the first podcast. Yeah. We were never specific, but that's the most specific you'll get. We got really close on that California trip. And then for your birthday a few months later is when you came to the first movie with us. And, you know, at FIT, oh, we, we would do no Thursday way. movies all the time. Yeah. Right. Our Thursday first. movie premieres. It was a thing. Like, you, we got tickets in advance and we saw Logan because it was on his birthday. It how, was first time. how great. The first movie and it's Logan. Man. What have I become? Ah, man, we gotta talk about that Ooh. movie after. So let's just keep talking. About it. Okay, yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, so Logan was definitely planned. Obviously, that trailer was insane. I yeah. feel like they only released one trailer. Two. Okay. Definitely remember the Johnny Cash one was the best. Um. So we were obviously going. It released on Albert's birthday. <laughs> Try to tell a story here, Jesus. And um, did Gab came too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's just keep it there for us. And then uh, it was coined Wolfpack and the replacements. Right, we were like that for like a good half of the yeah. year. If we're being transparent, you know, we were missing uh-huh. a member, and their presence was too much of a void to fill with just one person. So we're like, oh, fill with two with two people and it worked it worked we were wolfpack and replacement for like a year we made you guys earn wolfpack status with us like we did not give it that yeah easy. yeah yo this guy's stomping and yeah Ooh. logan man and oh, gosh. it was a crazy night man it was a great time emotional it was just you know, gosh, heavy logan. film man heavy i think craig cried i cried no i definitely cried you cried in the train coming home it wasn't 
Yeah, there's a video of you just being like mad somber right, like, right. on the window. like. Uh. But definitely, I mean, oh, the ending, I, I shed a tear, a nice clean tear. I wasn't sobbing Daddy, like when Paul Walker Daddy. died. It's like, oh, man, she's like, calls him dad. Oh, like, she yeah, never called yeah, him dad. Yeah, he's dying. Yeah. He's so like, this is what it feels like. That, dude, that oh. line is iconic. You know what gets oh. me upset about that film, though? Is the bad reputation for Fox's X-Men films that I feel like... Get, you know no. what I mean? Like, no one gave that film a chance. Like, that movie should be talked about with, like, you know, the empires and... Yo! <laughs> Yo! That was good. We gotta say that. Clip, clip that, please. But, but, you know, am I wrong? I feel like you know, X, the Fox X-Men yeah, verse has it, such a... Neg- has still yeah. has a very negative connotation, especially with stuff like Brian Singer. And- what came out? Okay, uh, Days of Future Past was already out. Logan was, like, the one of the last few. With um, Apocalypse and... Um, Apocalypse was before or after Logan? Way after. Okay. And then New Mutants. Right, right. Um, so I think at that point, people... Oh, no, wait. Yeah, Apocalypse came out, and then Logan. And I think people were just so fed up. They were like, dude, you're you treating the characters Right. Like Apocalypse was a downgrade from Days of Future Past, but I like Apocalypse. I thought it was a it good was one. It was fun. It was fun. Um, Logan... Yeah, I mean, it was, it was pretty brave. Didn't have Wolverine in the title. Mm. It was just Logan. Didn't look like a superhero movie. Uh, the it, you could argue that it wasn't a superhero film. It you wasn't. Could, no, no, it wasn't. Which um, I think also adds to it, like the it reason like why a, it's not it, as. It was like an epilogue to. to oh it. yeah, man, it's so heavy. It's uh, so good, and like the way they, in the characters they do bring back, like Professor X, and the way they're perceived. Oh gosh, it's oh, like oh man, man, this is kind of messed up. Man, he's like having the seizures and yeah, and the they don't medication. have a good relationship. Yeah, and then the, you find out that the rest of them died, and you know the X Men timeline is very confusing. So I'm sure. It somehow makes sense. I'm not gonna get too into it, but it, it's a very dark film. It's not yeah. like didn't a Professor X kill them all? Well, he yeah, he yeah. said he killed all the X Men besides Logan because oh, he has you know, Yeah, so you know, I feel like that film's gonna have a very dedicated cult status soon, right? If not now, you know, it's a shame because I feel like you know it should have been nominated, if not. Um, recognized for it being so been, bold uh it, it got one oscar nomination for like at least once that for uh screenplay, right? yes best yeah. adaptive uh call me by your name one which ah, logan should have definitely been the one dang you got three stocks yeah man damn but um yeah we gotta clip that hey, hey don't touch you should have gotten uh nomination for sure Something. Patrick anything. Stewart should have got a nomination. Best the supporting. acting was incredible in that mm-hmm. movie. They didn't have to act that hard. It's, yeah. you know, it may not be a traditional comic book film, but it's still technically a comic book film. It felt like a play, you know, mm-hmm. like they were just like they've known each other a long time. Both actors, twenty years in the making. Um, well, seventeen that came out, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, a seventeen-year that journey. Yeah, it was a few months. Look, look at his eyes. Damn, man. It was a few months after California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you guys... the map. Um, Yeah, man. That's the one movie that I get really upset that doesn't... It doesn't get the proper recognition that it deserves. Yeah. You know, I feel like... You know, I I get it. Who's that? Mangold? James Mangold? Yeah, it's James Mangold. He also directed... uh, um, I want to see Predator. That was... uh, What's his... That was... Who's James James Mangold? James Mangold. Like, I know I've seen other films of his, but I can't think of any right now. But long story short, I understand why oh. certain other films like Black Panther was nominated for Film of the Year and other things like that. Um, 
But Logan, yeah, I think it's just... I think Logan's a better film than oh, Black Panther. Ba- yeah. And that got nominations up the wazoo. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, people forget that film got nominated for Best Picture alongside, like, you know, other... Um, no way. Upper, damn, that's... Yeah, that was, yeah I, didn't, I didn't think it deserved Best Picture. Uh, you know, I think Infinity War, I think, also got... Or Endgame, one of those two, I think, also got Picture of the Year. Which I think is cool. And if it wins, that's like, wow, that's kind of crazy. But... You know, Logan, I, you know, at the end of the day, my argument still stands that I think Fox tainted so many fans yeah. that they're like, dude, I'm not going to bother. Right, right. Like, it didn't even make that much money, technically. It's a borderline, you know, God's money back. Yeah, yeah. You know. There was no merch from it, no action figures, nah. no nothing oh, like man. that. It also, I want to point out, Joker, you know, is the same thing. It's not a conventional comic book film. It's a serious dude. And like, sad film if you really you know break down the layers of his like mental health issues and stuff with, like the dad and mom situation you know it's the same thing logan doing with like i love how they've been doing his daughter with, yeah and like with figuring the- it out like what's going on why he's sick and you know it's the same thing you know what i mean it's just one was handled way better than the other and that's actually a pretty good argument yeah yeah you know it's like how to not market or at least not how to not treat uh, a serious comic book adaption joker versus logan Dude, wow joker is that's like, a that's a double feature win happened by the way that's that's very heavy yeah yeah joker was amazing man. heavy Joker's, joker yeah i mean you didn't know what to expect no yeah. no I, it had a few things going for it dc was on a good kick at the time aquaman did well uh shazam did well Shazam. that's a i feel like people forget about shazam, shazam i forget about shazam um and then that's it joker's just infamous it's totally different ball game than yeah. wolverine it's like where were you when you heard the making a joker solo film i remember thinking what like is it gonna be some corny thing where they're gonna try to make him like an anti-hero you no, know like doing no. magneto and the mystique in the x-men verse which ah. continues to for- further add like fox continue to mishmash these characters it's like you don't know who's good who's bad yeah in yeah. one film and this and that and it's very you know, so with Joker, I was like, I really hope they don't make him into like some anti-hero. Like we're gonna have to root for him, like a Harley Quinn. Nah, yeah, the dude. No, you can't. No, you can't. You no, can't. you can't. But the way they made it made it very compelling, though. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I don't agree with it, but I get it. What do you mean? His actions. Yeah. Right. That's dude. Yeah. In the comics, he's ruthless. He's just pure evil. Man. You know, any you know, long Halloween. How'd you guys feel? Joker. A- how'd you guys feel Arkham about Sun? how they handled? Uh, Batman's parents death I felt like it was a little forced but I felt I felt like so example my parents who like don't know jack about comics like we do um, they liked it because they're like oh my you know what I mean it's like yeah. for like the casual viewer for us it's like ah you know whatever but still cool I mean it's very meta it's very like their relationship is so deep and heavy that there are moments of like you know what I mean where everything starts happen at the exact same moment you know yeah. right Joker became Joker the same exact moment Bruce was becoming Batman. Like, the baby steps, you know? Yeah, but... Yeah. And then they made it seem like they were related, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. connections were just mind-blowing when you're watching the movie. It's like, what? And I think it's cool, because like I said earlier, Joker, to this day, has no definitive backstory or origin, which is so crazy. So, you know, like, you know, in Batman 89, his name is Joe and stuff, and he's like a mafia kingpin. And no, then, I think yeah. it's Jack. Jack, my fault, my fault. People are gonna like grill me about that. And then you got Heath Ledger, who never actually got anything. He just showed up. And then 
you know. Well, he's theorized as like a ex-military, right? Because he has some. Um, yeah, because he has like the explosive. The knowledge, knowledge. of explosive, and he's talking about the soldiers that die in a in a van, and nobody cares. But that would be an incredible to really flesh out. Oh man, out. yeah, but right. Because that was his example. He's like soldiers get blown up, nobody cares, but a, a ferry, whatever, everybody loses their minds. Yeah, that I mean. The, you could really argue no. whether it was good or not to give him a fleshed out inter introduction. Uh, right, right. I uh, think the mystery and the unfortunate passing of Heath is what kind of adds to like, yo, Joker's so mysterious. We don't know anything about him. And like his lead died. Yeah. And this and that. It's, you know. And then when you give him a whole movie, everyone's going to want to see it. It's like someone died playing this role. Jack Nicholson played him. Had issues. Yeah, uh, Jared Leto sending people rats on set. Oh, con- what? Used condoms, like nasty things. And even apparently in um, Justice League Uncut, I mean Snyder Cut, um, half his dialogue is improvised. Like he would be like uh, yeah. saying things that he felt Joker would have said. And, I, and, you know, people have what to say about Leto Joker, but I feel like. I, li- I think his Joker's cool. I think it's very different. Yeah, but not in Suicide Squad. Joker can be really anyone funny sinister yeah yeah just so laughy you know like like you know anyone watch uh death of the family or i've read death of the family where he kills robin he's laughing the whole time yeah like, you know what i mean so he does things that are funny quote unquote but you know in actuality it's like horrible horrible things you know right right i recommend for people who read comics and stuff to read the three jokers that just came out mm. um the premise of the story is, I think it's written by the guy who did the Killing Joke, and I forget Ooh, what his name is. Um, but anyway, it's like low key uh, sequel to the Killing Joke, and it's revealed that Whoa. Joker. No, this is from the very beginning. Oh, uh, that there's Joker spoiler. has been three different people the whole oh, time. Oh yeah, yeah, it's in the covers. So and no that spoilers. just pisses Batman off when he finds that out. You can just imagine. Oh. Um, so there's like a Joker from the Golden Age, which mm-hmm. is the classic criminal mobster Original. with the big smile. Yeah. 1960s era. Then you have the Killing Joke era. Um, Ruthless. That uh, shoots Barbara, obviously paralyzes her. And then there's the other one Oracle. that's just the criminal. He's the one that uh, killed Robin. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're like these three different guys. And it's, it, it doesn't reveal too much. Um, Fantastic. But it's good. I definitely recommend it. And you can imagine how... Batman does not like that at all. That he's like the smartest guy ever and doesn't yeah, realize yeah. he fought three different guys. Oh, and man. why some of them are so different, why they had different kinds of jokes, why one is more angry than the other, why one oh, is more classic. So interesting. Gotta watch I mean you gotta read it. You gotta I, read I haven't gotten to it yet. I'm sure they'll make an animated movie. I'm you know what's a really that. underrated graphic novel? Remember Joker, the solo Joker? Oh, that's comic? great. Fantastic. It was um, like super realistic Joker. Oh, the artist that does those is uh really good it's like everything's a painting mm-hmm. he does the batman noel you love it if you haven't read it i think i've seen the art right it's like the covers a smile and i haven't i mean i have based that's how i read it that is loosely based it. of a heath heath's uh design but it, it takes a lot of liberties to become its own and it's what it's kind of like through the lens of a guy who's being working with joker like yeah like, like an apprentice bob, or like a bob type. it's really cool like a no-name guy is just with him all the time seeing how everything yeah comes together just there there. he's just like narrating it's really a unique novel and it's just it is not talked about enough i don't know why yeah i i think because it was so not that it's long but it's like you know it's relatively short for a graphic novel and um 
Yeah, I love talking about this kind of crap. Yeah, no, no, yeah, dude, the DC comics. I mean, I love Marvel. Marvel's like oh, too convoluted. Nothing is like some Mixed. Gotham comics, man. It's just yeah. so deep. If anything, I feel like the closest to a really good Marvel novel. Is my mouth too close? Um, no, you're good. Daredevil. Uh, oh, Daredevil. Oh, yeah. Well, any of the early 90s, Daredevil, 80s Daredevil. Which one was the one you on the window? Um, Born Again. Born Again. Oh, man. And, and then Man Without Fear. Man Without Fear, which yes. Which is Frank uh, Rosetta, maybe? Yeah, and then Punisher Max. If you guys want like Punisher some... Max is great. <laughs> Punisher Max is just fun because it's messed up. Yeah. But Daredevil, like those three comics, like it's like a three series, right? Or a few of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three big ones in... in um, they're just some of the best graphic novels I've ever read from Marvel. And Marvel, you know, very wishy-washy, but they're very similar to Batman, which is real. Yeah, yeah. And they have the same writers as Batman. Yeah, I think that's just, why it has I think that. that's why it's so good. And artists. I think the same one that say, did... look the same. Killing maybe Joke. Born Again did Year One mm-hmm. Batman in um, terms of art. Yeah, yeah. And they made Superman great because Superman Year One is awesome, too. I haven't uh, read... Very underrated. Year one. I, I mean, I'm getting mixed up with Earth one. Year one is one with the cover of Superman's t-shirt and a cape. Okay. He's like a teenager. Like, it came out when we were in high school. Damn. Damn. Tired. This guy's messed up. Um, is yeah, he yeah. to become a podcast versus he and Yo, you know what we could comics? do? Like how we usually do, uh, we could just pull up scenes and talk about why they're so great. Oh, oh man. What time is it? What time is it? 2.56. We're an hour and a half in. Wow. What? Wow. I mean, we'd be hey, wrapping up it, an original yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hey man, it's looking it's looking mighty nice. Um, Boom Studios, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, volumes one through five. Fantastic. I only read up until Shattered Grid ended, but those are great. They should do something with the movies. I've been a fan right. of Power Rangers since I was a baby, and let me tell you. Right, so you want to maneuver they do it out? Justice. Well, we want to do put on movie scenes or something. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Wanna, you want to make it an even two hours and then yeah, yeah, make it cut even out most two, of us. Yeah, yeah. Lollygagging. Right, right. I feel like once we hit like a 15-minute mark, this turned into a, yeah. a conversation. Which was, like, right. I think it was great because um, I didn't want to do the whole script do, thing. Just do, I guess, YouTube, I guess. What do we want to look at? I don't know if we could watch this again. <laughs> uh, we could go to Voodoo, can't we? Uh, and just go to specific scenes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is that going to take too long? Uh, I mean, we could just like... Um, I guess we can still YouTube. 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 Yeah, we do YouTube. We can just YouTube. It's technically still Voodoo to an extent. Yeah. Yo. All right, so should we... Um... Mario funny. <laughs> <laughs> No, so the perfect. last thing, <laughs> the last thing I have typed in on the screen for you guys is Mario Funny. DJ Cassidy. Uh, I wish the I mic. could see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could see. Read this old guy's song. Donald Duck going one quackers. of them. You, you can't read this one. It's spoilers. Oh, you like that? Oh, it can just you read it? no, no. It just no, the whole thing. It says dot dot. What is the, I'm not gonna read it out loud. What oh is no, it? I think that's it. I think that's oh. it. I mean, what is the answer? I don't know. It was a bunch of different videos. I feel Luckily, like, I mean... Yo, this is the age. We're the age where we go to YouTube to ask these questions. People yeah, gonna, yeah. Because, no you know, I... It's crazy. Obviously, I have a plan. I'm like, let, let me just get some context Bro, I feel the same. about this next step. Bro, and a, everything uh, pretty lines lines up, so I'm happy about that. I mean, I guess on the... Not... I mean, I guess in terms of, like... I feel like, like... Let's say I'm dating, for example, right? I feel like I want to give... And tell me this is too long, too short. I'm 26. I mm-hmm. want to give maybe three years to know, or at least three years of dating and be kind of doing it life Yeah. to propose, you know? Well, I now, know you, some people now have the different... cat's out of the bag, guy. Huh? 
They don't know what we're talking about. No you context. just said propose. I could have easily just brought it up as a topic of conversation, and you just totally blew it. So thanks, nah, bro. it's fine. It's, it's no anyway. big deal. It's not a big deal. I mean, yeah. this guy loves me, um, sir. Um, <laughs> I, I I feel like three years is good, right? You know, it's like you've been with this person for three years, and you know, clearly you want to be with them. I yeah. think three years is a definite time no. to know someone. I'm typing in Logan right now. I know. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, oh boy. Yeah, because like you know, I'm getting to that age where I kind of want to just chill out soon, you know. But it really depends, cause um, like my my girlfriend lives in Jersey, Jersey, South Jersey, kind of rural Welcome in the, the in the woods, and people, you know, they they date for like uh like a year and then get married, and it works out. A lot, yeah. I feel like a lot of America is like that, and something about New York culture is just not like that i think it's everything i mean so i guess i'll talk about it you know i had mm-hmm. an awesome date the other day and you know i'm, I'm want to get to know this person and stuff and i'm getting to that i mean i'm just kind of i haven't dated in a while really and i'm like wow i'm trying to figure out how to fit time to work focus on the studio her uh you know you guys and other art stuff i'm like wow i'm okay this is like you know what I mean? Like, you're, yeah. I think that's why New York it takes longer because not that it's easier anywhere else, but New York is busy and crazy as hell. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you're trying to multitask and juggling all these things, and you know it's exciting, but you know it's New York. You know what I mean? It's like we only know yeah, that. Man. Um, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. It's a little different here because when you're when you're talking like about people like us, we're trying to. Create a career. Yeah, I think that's know. different too. We're all creative artists in New York City. Yeah, and we're tr- worried yeah. about money. You know, we're we're striving for financial freedom. Stability. You know, a career, a that career su- that you're happy with, exactly. And then you know some, and it's unique to every person. You know, there's situations where you can't really consider the three years being the time that you can like start thinking about getting married. You know, there's other things at play. But um, I do agree that by the three-year mark, you know if you're gonna marry them. You should Especially at least, in New York. yeah, you should at least know that. All right, I this think is this my is, future. Yeah, this is your yeah. future. Like, let's be real. Throughout three years, any three years, right? You could you have crazy ups and downs and stuff. Yeah. And this person's with you, like a ride or die. And you know, even if part of it's your fault, something happened. You're like, I put myself here, and they're still there. It's like, you know. Take notice. Right. I read something, and I wish I knew everything off the top of my head. But it's like to really know if this person is your future, you have to go through all like five seasons. And it's like from like being broke to being heartbroken to being depressed to being at your best and something else. Yeah. And if that person is, you know, stable in your strength during that time, it's like, yeah, this is my ride or die. Right. Yeah. Because let's say if you get married too early and you didn't go through three of the two of oh, those yeah. seasons or three of the five of those You're seasons, be going through it, yeah. and it's like, whoa, hold on, who yeah. is this person? Because mm-hmm. I've never seen them like this before when they have no money. It's a totally different exactly. person, you know what I mean? So, yeah, the yeah, young man. relationship life, dude, in yeah. New York City. Sometimes I joke, I'm like, man, why am I an artist? You know what I mean? Like, life would be just slightly easier without it. But it's true. simpler, yeah, because. But, all you got to do is find that nine to five, get that money. And then now yeah. you can focus or on just find ways yeah. of making it happen. Whether it's like a variation of a nine to five, you that know? freelance life is, it's rough, man. Mm-hmm. But, uh, it's very fulfilling because yeah. that's the one thing that we all love, you know, Yeah, and to be able to create something and someone appreciate it enough to buy it or collect it and show that gratitude for your work. 
and then just be able to do what you love, man. That's that's like amazing. I feel like we also as artists. I mean, I don't know. You could. I don't know. Let me let me know if I'm wrong. But we're forced to explore more aspects of life than most people would. I mean, because we're starting from scratch. It doesn't even matter. Yeah, if we, like if, we're doing even if we so went so much. Yeah, some if, people like go from school to high school, college, job. Yeah, we're like a bunch of things in between while doing that while still doing other things like we're exploring corners of the of our lives or life in general that most people never explore you exactly. know what I mean? and we're so young i'm like that's awesome man like i joke that rather than be honest but at the end of the day it's like you know there's nothing better there's nothing bad i want to do dude it's like you i thought i was just going to be doing like you know drawings mm-hmm. when i got out of college and here i am i started a podcast i started doing video editing mm-hmm. getting into filming i'm about to do a commercial with your guys's help this week it's a lot. I mean, you you learn a. I think it's good for us because we learn a lot about ourselves, and we can. And just because we have that creative mind, we could figure out how to monetize it and make mm-hmm. money out of it. Yeah, and I feel like too, we deal with tougher situations a little bit better than most because yeah. we kind of just been dealing with variations of some sort of bull crap, you know, our entire careers. Am I wrong, or is that right? You. Yeah. You're yeah, used I mean, to rejection. Mm-hmm. Like some people may not be used to it. So when they do it, they don't know how to approach you. They don't know how to do oh, it. Yeah. Their is like, people don't know how to react. It's another walk in the park. It's like, all right, we just, our jobs as artists are to adapt, you know? Yeah. And damn, we do it pretty damn well, I think. Yeah. I think the thing that's different about artists as a career is that, you know, it's not really a nine to five and your job is your life. You know, everything that you're going through affects your work. You're always thinking about your work. You're thinking about promoting yourself on social media. It's like, I have a free day today. Should I be productive and do something that's related to my career? And it's like, it doesn't really get turned off. And I think it, it, it's dicey territory because it's easy when it's just you. So my concern for my future is not really a concern, but something that I want to be mindful mm-hmm. of be real. is to know when to turn that off. Um, yeah, I have a problem with that. Because does it, does it ever actually turn off. But I, in me. terms of your personal life, if you're with someone, if you have a family, I don't want to be that dad in the movie that's like, I gotta stay home because I have this deadline for this big client tonight, and mm. you guys can go to the lake house this week, and I'm gonna stay home. And we're like, yeah, that's fine every now and then because you gotta pay the bills and be a provider. But at what point is your career in art? more important than the people that are actually in your life, the people that you need. And you don't realize you're doing it because no. it's like, it's your responsibility. Yeah. But then if it adds up over years, you know, you don't want to hurt the people you love because of your career Dude. that doesn't get turned off. And that's something I've been working on because I, I don't know how to turn it off yet. You know, I'm working from Sunday to Saturday. I mean, it's Sunday right now. We're doing a podcast, you know, and, and this is what I love to do. But it's hard for me to just sit at home and not do anything. Like when I'm not guilty, I feel so guilty. I'm constantly like, no, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Why am I laying down? Why am I watching this movie? Mm -hmm. I could be doing something else right now, working on a piece, fixing this and doing a podcast, stuff like that. And yeah, it's just, I don't know. I, I know it's not sustainable. It's I have to figure it out. But in my mind, I'm thinking. I got to keep doing this until I I have a stable career and know that I could miss a couple like uh like jobs and still be fine. But then I feel like when it comes to that point like you set all these goals for yourself and then when you reach that goal you're like I have something better. I could I could surpass that and do this. 
Like, I don't think there's ever that satisfaction if, when you're striving. I, I hear that a lot from a lot of older artists, you know, yeah. who look at us like, oh, you guys are babies. And I'm like, do you <laughs> yeah. still feel that? And my mentor, Henry, is 96. My other former mentor, Jose and Robert, you know, they're a little bit older. And, you know, they've kind of said the same thing to an extent. It's like, you never fully feel satisfied, which I yeah. guess is double-edged sword. Yeah, it is. You never satisfied, so you continue pushing and being the best you can. But at the same time, it's like, you never have that satisfaction. And but like, at what cost, enough, too? Better. Yeah. yeah. You got the, yeah. sure, your career is going super high and you're doing great, but yeah. how's your family life like? You know? I, I like how like, Craig was saying. Oh, that reminds me of something. Finish your thought. Well, I was going to say, I feel like it's what we signed up for as artists. Uh-huh. You know, we, it's a different lifestyle, you know, and it's a, it depends who takes it to what extreme as we get older, but I'm sure the three of us are going to find ways to make it happen. I know the three of us yeah. want like happy family lives and, We'll do anything to have that while still supporting our careers. And it, I'm sure it'll all still work out. You know, we're pretty persistent and keeping our eye on the prize and wherever the prize is, we're keeping an eye on it, you know? So yeah. as much as these moments seem really dark and daunting and really heavy, it's like, I know, and I'm very confident we'll all figure it out. We'll still be there for each other. Be like, you know, uncle Craig, and uncle Al and stuff. And yeah. Gab and aunt MJ. And it's gonna be mad legit. It's gonna be cool. Mad oh. dogs running around. Maybe a cat. I want yeah, we're thinking about getting multiple dogs. Where's so, my hamster? Craig, That's what crazy. were you saying? Um, oh, I thought about the uh, Raising Kratos documentary. Have we all seen that? Oh, oh man. man. I know we said we're going to wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> we just keep opening cans of worms here. So I remember, remember that one lady that it was like, all right, you guys did the project, everything like that. And she was like a, a pretty head person, a director right, or something. Right, right. And they were like, so how does it feel? You know, how does your family with everything? And she's uh, just like, I can't comment on it. And she started breaking down, dude. Uh, yeah, dude. yeah. That's what, what your your question reminded me of that. It was just yeah. like, they're getting this amazing game out. And we love it. We think it's the best It's one of the greatest ever. games ever made. No, no doubt. And there are families, like, suffering to get this piece of entertainment out. This piece of art. Yeah. And, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Like, scene. what is the balance, right? Obviously, that's, I think, in my book is wrong, that... That she, you know, her family was hurting from this project because it's 24-7, you know? It's But then it's also like you make this testament to the stinking world. And it's this like... Career, this this is your... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, you got to be careful. It's you heavy, be man. Careful. I've definitely missed out. I'm only 26. I've definitely missed out on certain things from my art. And, you know, people got... My family's been upset, this and that. But I'm like... like and, and what sacrifice was worth it you know right and it reminds me of that scene from avengers i know it's a really weird comparison but the scene where thanos actually sacrifices gamora for the soul stone mm-hmm. and red skull's like what was it sacrifice worth for and he says like everything and i'm you know i feel that sometimes with things where i'm like i'm here i'm doing it but like at what cost was this worth it and sometimes as dramatic as it sounds it is everything you know especially when you don't have a lot you know Right, right. You just I have think, friends and family and this and that. You're kind of just kind of sacrificing it. Yeah. So I, it's definitely different at this time. I think because we want it so much, it becomes our everything. And there's really not much it's to a sacrifice it's right a now. Because we're, we're for ourselves at the yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. And have you, have you ever got, like, has someone ever told you, like, oh, you're 25. You still have your life ahead of you. But then we feel like. No, no, it's we're old. I feel like yeah. I've been here for 25 years. I got to figure something out. Exactly. Yeah, I've, been, I've been feeling that way since I was 16. And like, 
I, I don't want to be 30 still doing what I'm doing now. Like, not having my own place, not doing what I'm, like, happy with kind of thing. I, I kind of want to already be established by then. Yeah, it's less than five years from now. Yeah, so, like, when That's someone cool. tells me, like, oh, you're, you're, you have a lot of time. You're just a kid. You, you have, you know, don't worry about it. I'm like, there is no time. Time is so precious. I hear that, and especially from... Not even my mental, but older artists. You know, we're all surrounded by yeah, artists man. in the same field and community. When you talk to people and you tell your age, and like, wow, I mean, you guys are young, man. You got so much to ahead of time. And I've had former teachers who are just now getting the recognition they deserve and actually blowing up. And they're like in their late 30s, early 40s. And so I'm like, is that that's normal, right? Like, I'm sure we, we have a few friends who are a little bit more bigger at our age or so. But I think it's more normal, quote unquote, to blow up when you're more established and more older. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm kind of like, you know what? I'm okay with that. Because by then I'd be the, not only I'd be the best version of myself, but emotionally and mentally mature for it. And I'll just be ready. I feel like we're just going through all this crap. You know what I mean? Miles of crap to get to the top of the mountain. And when we get there, we look back and you're like, everything was worth it. You know? And now we know how to handle it now that we're older. You know? Yeah. That's how I see it. Personally. I don't know, man. I just, I got to figure something out. Cause... That's why it's getting mad depressed in this. No, it's, it's real talk, it's real, man, because these, these are the conversation artists never get because they think they're on their own thinking this, you know? Yeah, but I think th- it's just... We always... Mm-hmm. The thing with social media, too, is you're only ever seeing the good in people. Mm-hmm. You're not seeing the struggles to to the point where they got there, you know? The exhaustion of the sleepless nights yeah. working or just the hours in the studio, not getting paid, just really just grinding it for your own yeah. portfolio and stuff. Um. It's a vulnerable thing to expose yourself for, and a lot of people don't want to do that, which I totally get. Yeah, man. It's like you're you're constantly trying to curate yourself for Instagram and make sure you're looking your very best, and yet that algorithm is just so trash. Like, yeah. I hate that everything. I feel like everything now is decided on social media follows. And it's likes. all like, like pay to play. This like is nonsense. If you're not, are we really like, yeah. pushing for this nonsense? Like, when I apply for a studio or gallery, things like oh. What's your social media? I'm like, what does that got to do with anything? Yeah. That has nothing to do with my work. It's become your identity, man. It's like, that's your resume at this point. And so annoying, man. And, but it's like I said, it's just straight up pay to play. Like if you're not paying to promote your work, you're not going to be getting the same numbers you were getting when Instagram first came out. Like legit, everybody that was following you were seeing everything you were posting. And now I think the algorithm is like only 10% of all your followers. Hers, three. Some crazy number like that is that's all they're seeing, and that's only people that like your stuff. But if someone hasn't liked your stuff in a while, they'll never see it. Yeah, they think that Whoa. you don't want to see that content anymore. Yeah. So let's push you something else since you haven't that's liked so this crazy, person's stuff. I guess I I see everybody's everything no. on my thing, I fi- and, but on my other account, I notice that it's all crazy jumbled up. Yeah, and not nowhere near chronological order. Yeah, which I, I feel like that's why just put in order. I don't understand that whole yeah the whole chronological order not being a thing anymore really messed up. Yeah, so, I remember it was just time. You saw the yeah. most recent. It doesn't matter how many followers they have. You just given everything. Right now, I, there's artists that I love, and I'm like I haven't seen their stuff in a while. Yeah, I go to their page, and it's like. 20 posts that i haven't seen and it's yeah, like oh yeah, my yeah. gosh what? this is amazing let me zoom in on this face that looks awesome it's like wow you guys are not showing me this is what i want to see but because it's not pushed to me i can't yeah. like it and therefore it doesn't exist anymore and that's what i'm saying if you're not paying to promote it not your it's followers you aren't gonna that. see it have you guys ever paid for a promoting a piece and they deny it i, I had multiple know, know. works of art 
that they just deny I don't for know. no explanation. No, that... And I put like as much as I can, you know, I'm trying, you know, it's a little, you know, getting by and they deny. So it's like, it's a lose, lose situation. It, and it, that it's hasn't, like, I'm, I'm either screwed or I'm screwed. That hasn't happened to me yet. But when I did promote it, I got over. I tried to promote this first podcast. I tried yeah. 25 times. I, I don't understand it. how change like, a number, works, man. I change a date, I change every variation, and he would not approve it. So it's like, bro, like what the hell? And like when I first did it, man, I got over two hundred followers over that. Mad whack it's though, is he got paid? That's all fake. It's like I don't want to pay. For, yeah, I don't want to pay for my engagement. People should follow you because they want to. Not exactly. I don't, and they can't even see you. Yeah. So it's a little, It's continuing to be. So I'm like, man. I mean. <laughs> like we, our generation is just getting all these stupid hurdles and they're like just dumb things like social media. Like, is this really a hurdle? But it is. Right. It's rough. I know definitely they prioritize the videos now. Yeah. Posts, regular static posts don't mean much. Yeah, like TikTok, stuff like that. That's where everybody's... Instagram reels. Yeah. You, with your, do you get this with your story? Sometimes uh, my stories will blow up. Like I get like whatever, 100 plus views. And then once in a, sometimes it hits maybe like 45. I'm like, what? How are yeah, 45 no. people? I don't do too many stories. Me and neither, I forget no. to check how many people. I, I put them for like little like updates on my pieces. I just kind of post anytime I have my a new podcast out. That's what I use right now. Because th- that's what I'm struggling with and you too. you can promote stories, I think. I think you can, but it's, I don't even know. But it's just like, I don't know how to promote this podcast on the, on my page. Just be because like, yeah, my friends. it's like mixing my art with the podcast. And I, yeah, it's just... And that's another thing. You try and curate your Instagram because... It's another portfolio, so you don't want to just have a, a, like it be not consistent, which yeah, it's rough. Struggle, and then you don't want to start a whole new Instagram page because mm-hmm. the algorithm. That's the algorithm, yeah. dude, and it's like oh my god. Yeah, you're starting from scratch. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Man. I don't know. I don't know. I think we'll. Fi- I mean, look, yeah. we've gone published in books. We've gone awesome careers, this and that, and most ninety five percent was without social media. Yeah, it's straight so, up like old school, like. And this is recent, the last year or two, so people can't even see like you know. Yeah, like I straight up old school. Um, the fifth, the underexposed book. Um, it was just me and Craig posting to Poster Spy because that's how he saw the work. Yeah. It was yeah. just us posting our work in multiple areas and them reaching out to us. Um. And then I got the printed in blood one because I was reaching out to a, a company called Posters Posse because they're like a whole collective like how we are. And uh, but they have like a whole thing going like studio space and they hire artists and everything. And I was just like reaching out to them to see if they were looking for anybody else. But they weren't at the time, but they offered me, they sent me the link to the printed in blood one. And like, hey, these guys are doing this. Maybe you'd be interested in doing something like this. And it worked out. I got into the I'm got into the book. You know, it's just straight up emailing all these networking. Pe- yeah, networking. You you gotta look up places that you want to work with or you want to work at. Email them like a personal person that works there, and just you know work your way in there. You're never gonna get anything if you're not doing it yourself. Like you're your own business. People are never going to hand you crap. Yeah, you gotta you gotta and go unless and chase you're gonna it. go get it. You're gonna go nowhere real quick. Yeah. You're your own business. You got to push yourself out. You know, you know there are people who really expect that, like on a silver platter and all that. Like I've spoken to other yeah. artists, like oh, I'm just waiting for it to happen. It's like waiting for what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> waiting for what? what are you, nobody what are knows you. Crazy, you. dude. Nobody knows you. Like, <laughs> Everyone's miles ahead of you, and you're over here waiting like a chump. What are you crazy? Yeah. yeah. What kind of? 
weird ass thought process is that yeah, so, i know it sounds harsh but like, come on you gotta be real with yourself you gotta be real as an artist in person yeah so that's something <laughs> i recommend it's Plugging. just don't put all your eggs in one basket like don't put just post on instagram post everywhere spread yourself everywhere everywhere man i think yeah. um i mean hey um, man i, I like our yeah. little like Segways. Uh, roadmap of topics yeah, 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 it's yeah. been a lot of fun it started on a bumpy road but a it solidified towards the end. Yeah. A bumpy we road did, by a bumpy road. We did, <laughs> did we even like, can we watch at least one scene? Oh, yeah. We'll watch one. Yeah. I'm prepped. All right, let's, you want to watch a right, so what, end on a heavy what, scene? Yeah. So we want to watch the rage. Put the ending of him dying. Oh, man. Oh, we've got about uh, X24. X24, dude. I mean, is it, is it a point where we could actually... I could post this video, like I could post that, and then not be a spoiler. Put it with no music or I think no, no. I'm saying like spoiler wise, dude. No, they'll be fine. It's been, it's been. We spoke fine. about yeah. it earlier. All right, so we're good. So by so, the time you got to this, you're already like, oh, I guess I, I might. So as well get we're the watching this one. But let's check it out. All right, so we're gonna now. Wa- I I think I was told this just like a week ago. Apparently, X24 is completely CGI. They built a a CGI model of Hugh from the ground up. What? That doesn't make any sense. It looks real. I'm sure maybe they mean CGI as in we put both. I know that his stunts. They CG'd his face. And they look really good. The driving one, right? I couldn't even. (laughs) That was really good. All right, so what should we do? Wait, should we watch Logan or should we watch something else? You think maybe it was like a deep fake kind of thing situation? I don't know. I I remember seeing the CGI files behind the scenes and it's pretty ridiculous. It's like Hugh Jackman and then the CGI one. And it's like the same lighting. They'll turn them. So I don't know. I I didn't believe it when I when I heard it, but it was from Justin Ting, who's a huge Logan fan. He called me yesterday saying that he watches it every day. I'm like, that's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. <laughs> kind of weird, dude. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, it's amazing. Listen, like, that's a little weird. It's like watching Titanic every day. It's like, yeah. it's like you can't watch. We should watch Titanic and like the part where he, she's like, he's like Rose. She's like, not not the. Let me draw you like one of them French girls. Thing? No, at the end. No, I like that one. That's too. That's too cliche. It's too mainstream. I like the part cliche? When, when she's like Jack. He, she, he's like Rose. You're gonna hold my hand. And Bro, that sinks. was a great scene. Look, look at this one. All right, so that in the theater. Oh, oh where right. were you when they had the random uh, Wolverine cameo in X Men Apocalypse? All right, so let's pick one and then I could like name the clip so someone can um, go check um, it out. Um, oh, should we should we watch Logan? Or should we watch something else? Should we watch something heavy, heavy? I don't know. If we I want mean, to see like a scene that he's like ripping people apart and get excited. Dude, let's have fun. Let's dude, have fun. Dude, dude, the, let's have fun. The scene at towards the end when he's in the forest. Oh, right. That's the, the first one. Right yes. there. Right there. Right yes. there. Yeah, right there. All right. So it's, uh, what's it called? My bad. Here we go. Oh, it's called oh. the Logan movie clip. Rage of Wolverine. Hugh Jackman, X-Men superhero movie HD. So find that. It's by Joe Blow movie clips. Just ha- That's a weird said, name, Joe. Add it to your watch later and then but, sub it in when you... But edit. it's weird. Joe Blow. All right, here okay. we go. Go. Here we go. So we got... Yeah. Oh. Gotta wait for this. That's X-23, right? Okay, keep going. Oh, oh, wait, no, oh no, that's another no, no, no. trope. Right, right. That's the one that... Oh! oh! Is that Dave Bautista? Oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 he wasn't <laughs> still wrestling. Dude, yeah. So good. Gosh, my... My blood was pumping in this scene, dude. Oh because you didn't know what was going to happen. Oh, they're, they're hurting kids in this. Yeah, this yeah. This is real, man. This is real. Remember when oh, she gets harpooned? Oh, dude, look at this. Oh, man. Oh, right. Yeah, she just turns them into shards, the right? Are, oh, the pines. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. resourceful. 
Dude, oh, man. and dude. I, I love how bloody this was. Oh, 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 do you? Yo, I don't remember that part at all. Oh, oh dude. Yes. Oh, she's, dude, she's, she's great. Awesome. She's fantastic. Oh, you heard oh, him? Yeah. Oh, okay, he put, he put like something, he put like adrenaline, right? Yeah, like yeah, that? yeah, yeah. He yeah, yeah. took the shot to bring his healing yeah. factors back. Yes. Yeah, it restores his young oh. self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. So he's just, yes. oh, he's just taking shots and just going in, dude. Oh, man. Yo. Yo. So obviously they, oh. they, yeah. Yo, dude. Oh, he's Come. so good. Hugh Jackman. Yes. We don't deserve We no, don't deserve him. No. He didn't have to be so committed to Wolverine. Dude, and I love how the fact that, like, even outside of the movie, he's, like, the nicest guy possible. Oh, I'm, yeah. My boy's doing music, man. musicals, singing. Oh, and then I remember. This guy's a son of a bitch. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's a great actor, though, man. Oh, oh he's coming. He's, he's, yo, my boy girl. has not stopped running. And these kids. The dude is, like, over 50 in this movie, I think. Oh, man. Just running, dude. I, I love that they stop. It's, like, so realistic. Yeah. Like, most cars would just keep going. Oh, no. And it, oh, oh, no. Yes, yes. She's cornered. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, yes, shit. yes, yes. Oh, this is great. They're together. Okay. Daddy? Yeah. Oh, yes. man. Oh! Now, you got to remember, Wolverine has been in every war. Right, yes, right. Is so his marksmanship park. is amazing. Oh, that's the anger. That's pure anger. Oh, oh, oh. dang. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Oh, I think it's wearing off. Oh, uh, he's getting tired. Oh, he can't no. regenerate. He can't. Oh, it's not healing. Yeah. It's not healing anymore. Boy needs that juice. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, <laughs> they just jumped to a different scene, guys. Uh, wait, wait, skip it a little bit. Skip it a little bit. Here it goes. Oh. Oh, it's the, the trailer. <laughs> no way. Oh, well, I thought look, he was going to fight was, X24. That was fun. Look, we, look it, land, it landed on a, on a high note. I guess X twenty yeah. X twenty three some sunglasses. That was great. That was fun, man. We really feeling ourselves. Yeah, that was awesome. If you want us to start screaming, you could watch the Infinity uh, Endgame War, but I'm not really about that. Oh, but no, you gotta really listen to that, and we're not. We can't listen. We don't to gotta it, listen yeah. to anything. We'd be like, "Yo, this is incredible." Or oh, when Cap man. gets the hammer for the first time. Oh, oh wow. I mean, we could watch that one. That one's not. It's not the yeah. score that Whatever you. Whatever you guys want to do. Let's do I that. I want to ride those bikes. Yeah, let's do this let's last really one. Out. Is James at Cubs? So Captain America gets the hammer. Yeah, yeah, Cap, Cap man. Hammer. Where were you? Captain America gets the hammer. 4K. Oh, that was really good. Was, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Here we go. Oh yeah. All right. So this is from Film Spot Trailer. There we go. That is the name of the YouTube channel. Captain America lifts Thor's hammer. Mjolnir scene. That was really good pronunciation. I say Mjolnir. Oh yeah. All right. All right. All right. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it looks really good for a YouTube video. Damn, son. Uh, I'm I'm so happy we watched those two films together. Yeah. And the majority of these films. Look at this. Oh yeah. Oh, oh. damn. Son. He should Look. be a little stronger. He's a god, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he got. That's what, you know what it is. We're gonna do that to him in God of War too. All oh, right. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Oh man. Mm, going for the neck. E oh, so I guess you don't have to be worthy to lift Stormbreaker. I guess, I guess not, cause he's not. It's just a hammer. Yeah, cause. 
Stop. This was nuts. Yeah, yeah. Stop. Everybody was like, no way. No way. Oh. Oh, boy. It's like, who threw it? Who threw it? <gasps> no. 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 Yeah. It hits every time. I knew it. I knew it. Oh, the, oh, the whirlwind. The my whirlwind. God. Just screaming. We were just screaming. Oh, and... And oh, oh and what is wrong with these things? <laughs> Maybe they can't put it for too long because of uh, monetization things that were getting pulled oh, down. Oh, dude. Whatever. This is cool, too, man. It's great, though. Man, it's great CGI. I'm so glad they went all out. I love that they got Josh Brolin for this, too. It was an event, guys. I think they should have just ended it and just stopped right here. Yo, imagine. You should just stop, wait like five, six years. What about Spider-Man stuff, though? That was out of their. That was out of their control. They started Spider Man late. Yeah, that was at Sony's. Like, and yeah, Black Panther. I mean, I get it. They want to continue this whole universe thing, but yeah, we're getting too old for this, guys. <laughs> oh man, the score right here. Bum, 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 There's a simple theme too. Look at that guy from Black Panther. He yo, is in the lineup, dude. He's, he's, he's up in the front row. Yo, he going in. I love his oh, running. Oh man, man, this is so awesome. Intense. Gosh. Like it's a cluster of a mess, but they it's really visible. Dude, imagine being the guy having to do all the visual effects of this. Scene. Imagine being the group. Give them an Academy Award. Hot damn. I wish I was an extra for this, dude. Like this is all green screen. So imagine like that weird editing green screen. That's camera what I'm motion saying, man. That. Yeah, like, like that's so visual intense. effects, man. So well done, dude. Oh, oh. Yeah. No, no, no. Give me oh, the big one. <laughs> Dude, having these headphones makes us like so like in tune. Dude, to the I podcast. love this man. This yeah. is you know we didn't do the podcast physically the last no, time. I don't no, think no. Craig did. Either. No, so, neither. This is the this first is nice. time in person. This is a good little thing of like oh our podcast. Yeah. Oh, here comes a trailer. Classic. This is like the TV trailer. I don't oh, think I even watched. Did I? I don't think I watched the end we game trailer. We watched the first trailer. audience reaction. Remember the the whole marketing thing was it's only the first twenty minutes. And oh, it's like it was the, great. The longest MCU film. It's like what? You're right. You're totally right. Yeah, thank you. Put it on. All right, last one. Last the one. Right. The, it's the best. We got to finish it with Batman. Come yeah, on. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Batman is the best superhero. All right, and warehouse scene by Flashback MFM. Flashback FM is the okay. YouTube. No, you could put this on no, YouTube, I, but you got to take the music out, but you keep work. the audio. There's a thing for that. Okay. He plays. A, he's, he plays a great Alfred. I like this guy. Yeah, I like in Justice League, uh, Zack Snyder, he's like, this is Alfred. I work for him. Would you like some tea? Oh, I like that too, yeah. Right? We should watch Justice is Grey at some point, unless you already started it. Um, I Justice only watched like the first 20 minutes. Oh, this is I it. I like when it lifts him up. Yeah. Damn. Oh, the silhouette with the you Batman. Gotta, you got to oh, give BVS director's cut a chance, bro. It's really good. I got, you got to watch it with me then. I have, no, we can watch it because I, right, right. I forgot about I'll it. I'll watch it again. You'll come with us, bro. Yo. All right. What the hell is she doing? I forgot. I forgot why he was there. I think Lex Luthor kidnapped her. Okay. Martha, why'd you say that name? Oh, give him the. Oh my oh, gosh. Tag those guns, man. Yo. Come on, Affleck, uh, dude. I Look, they think he's down there. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, oh my gosh. Ah. Uh, we did not deserve Batflick, man. So this Batman kills. He kills. Yeah, he yeah. kills. He don't, he don't give a cry. He's old. He's cranky. He's Ben Affleck. Ouch. Two divorces. He don't need this crap no more. Oh shoot. Damn. Oh. Straight to the hole. Who's this guy? Oh, oh my god. Bad guys always wait too long to shoot. 
I love it. Oh, you just, just kicks him into it. Oh my oh, god! No. no, 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 no! Why'd you? Why would you go? Too late. So good. He tried to hold the pin. All right. Oh man. Why would you go and grab the grenade? This guy's that guy's oh, shit. shit. <laughs> you got a lazy eye. Yo! Oh! Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh my Wait, god! Wait, how is he that oh strong? Oh my god! Blood, blood. How is he that strong? Come on, He's dude. He's Batman, man. Oh my gosh. There's some counter stuff going on here. Yo, this is like the video Triangle. game. Triangle. Yo, oh. the <laughs> You know what's the best part about this whole scene is the lack of shaky cam. Yes. It's yeah. all steady. Yeah, it's, it's just all like, steady. this is what you get. Yo! Oh! Come on, that has Oh, that's say when they when you mess up Batman's combo counter. Dude, this is all him. Oh my gosh. Triangle. Yeah. Square. Yeah. You press X and you just jump up. Ouch. Ooh. He don't like. Ooh, that he was a tight. strong kick. You saw oh, that? Oh, what's the part where he knee. pushes him down? Is this it? Yes. When you're the yes. last guy? Yes. Oh, wait, no, this one. He's like, man, what the hell? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. So someone really threw someone into the oh, wall. Oh yeah. Oh gosh. He's scary. Look, he's scary. Oh yeah. my goodness. Oh, what did he Wait, do? is this so oh it's still more? My boy's so scared for his life right now. Where's She's my like, oh shit. Where's my Martha? That's a Kansas. He comes with the back, right? The wall. Oh! <laughs> That's oh so scary, man. It's like a horror movie. I said, drop it. Yo. Oh, my God. Wait, how is... No. Oh, you crazy. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Very good. At least we saw a full yeah, clip. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a friend I'm of your sons. I'm a friend of your sons. <laughs> wow, guys. Well, hey, man. So it's 206. Guys, 206 this has right been now. a great podcast, I think. Listen, it was a mess in the beginning. Some would say it's the greatest podcast you have ever recorded. Just give it a chance. It, it was a mess. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. It was a mess. I'm gonna mute your mic. Yo. <laughs> it was a fun time, guys. Well, thank you so much for just chilling with us. This could be a great companion if you're playing Smash or just watching some clips. All right, guys. We're gonna go what, ride bikes right now. Ride yeah, bikes. man. Where can I put my um? Was it? What are you up to now? You got anything you want to plug in? What are you up to now? Well, you can follow me at Nikki Draven, N-I-C-K-Y-D-R-A-V-E-N, at Instagram. Um, my shop is linked in the bio. Uh, movies coming out this spring, hopefully May 22nd, Shoebox, featuring the walking, talking human listening machine. I think that's the right the first time. And hopefully having this solo show in the fall. I'm having a good time, man. Let's do it. Heck yeah, man. What about you, Craig? Uh, you can follow me at Craig Franco on all social media platforms. That's K-R-E-G. Franco with a C. Not a K. Not a K. And uh, catch me at Eastside Inc. I'll tattoo you and we'll have a good time. Catch me outside. Catch me there too because I'm always in Lower Eastside. Word. And then you know where I'm at. You can follow. Obviously, if you're watching this, you're following me already. Go to the website. I, I'm probably going to have merch already out. You can see right out. here. Um, Yeah, but you know, it's just a little test run. But now that once this releases... Gonna be official. He has merch. I have and they're merch. dope, and they have the best quality comfort shirts and hats you will see in the market. Yes, I haven't ordered yet, but I heard it's really comfortable and bomb as hell. And if you ever have any issues, it's going through me. You could always email me. 
and I'll, I'll set you up. Don't email yeah. him because you know why? Because you're going to have no complaints, just compliments. I like this guy. This is my friend. Yeah, this guy get downgrading himself. What the hell? Get a friend like Nico. Get a friend like Craig. Get All a friend right. like Nikki Draven. All right, boys. I don't like that guy. <laughs> Later. <laughs> <laughs>